Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. May the Lord open heaven and shower His grace upon you. I would like to spend time with you in giving some scriptures and advice in order to be a very good minister of the kingdom of God and of the gospel. I have learned so many things from the Lord, and in this sharing time or in this teaching time, I would like to talk about one of the very important things that all the servant of God. Should practice in order to give honor to the Lord. I would like to talk about the first thing out of the four things that I want to share with you. The first thing that we all should pay attention to is accountability with how money was dealt with in your ministry. We need to have accountability of how the finances has been managed in the ministry and. We should not really practice any evil thing concerning the finances at all. I give you example that Billy Graham took a salary that was decided by his committee for him. He did not set up the salary for himself. He has accountability. People around him knows how much he received from the ministry. In the New Hope International Church, we have the eldership that will set up the budget, and eventually, if I become a full-time pastor, right now I'm still volunteer. I'm a neurosurgeon. When it times to come that I will be a full-time pastor, my salary will be decided by the church elders. I don't set up my own salary because I need to have accountability. We need to have. Very clear record of income of the church, expenses, all the bills, everything need to be clear and to be pure and holy. God say that we need to have a pure heart and clean hand. The clean hand in the finances that we don't cheat, we don't try to keep money for ourselves. The money of God we need to spend for God, not for ourselves. We should not love money. We should be givers, and we should be a good steward of the finances that God gives to us. God wants us to be givers and live our life for the kingdom of God. We should not be greedy and work for God in order to gain more and more money for ourselves. We trust the Lord to provide for us. Let me read many passages of the Scripture to show that God talk a lot about finances. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verses six to eight. Remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things. At all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As a minister, 
we should not focus on financial gain in serving the Lord. Our goal, our vision, our desire should give glory to Jesus. Bring as many souls as we can into the kingdom. Bring people to worship Him, to serve Him. Help people to grow spiritually, to become mature, and attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Our goal should not seeking for financial gain. Keep our heart pure concerning finances. Keep our heart clean. And actually, we should be giver. Today, I and Pastor Da invited a couple member in our church. They came from Indonesia, and the parents from Indonesia came to visit the daughter. I and Pastor Da wanted to show love to this family. We invited them out for lunch to eat Thai food together. At the end of lunchtime, they say that they're gonna pay for our lunch. I say, no way. We're the one who invited you. Therefore, even though we are pastor, we can pay for you. Actually, when they walk into the restaurant, they already told the front desk people that they're gonna pay. Please take my credit card. <laughs> But the worker there know about me, and they find out that these people came because I invited them. They say, no way. I know Pastor Lau gonna pay. And they say, but in Indonesia, church members should pay for the pastor. I say, we are not in Indonesia. We are in America, so we're gonna pay. <laughs> so what I try to say is this: my wife and my attitudes concerning the service of the Lord is not about somebody pay for us. We would like to be giver. We would like to show love to people. Yes, sometimes people bless us financially. It's okay. We receive by grace. But we are not here just to receive, receive, receive. We want to be giver. First Timothy chapter six verses nine to ten say, "But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which draw men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith, in their greediness." And pierce themselves through with many sorrows. We should not be a minister or a servant of God who love money, who serve the Lord for money or for material things. We should focus on Jesus, building His kingdom, and God will provide for us more than enough. As we give time, energy, finances to the kingdom, He said that by His grace. We're gonna have more than enough to do every good works. Keep our heart right. We should not serve God for money, but God gonna take care of us. In Luke chapter 16, verses 9 to 13, I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourself, so that when it is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very Little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So, if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy in someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No servant. Can serve two masters; either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one 
and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Lord Jesus talked about using wealth and money to gain soul into the kingdom. And one day when we get to heaven, we meet all these people who get saved, who love God and serve God, and they welcome you into heaven because you spend money to save those souls. Jesus also talked about being trustworthy, especially concerning finances. I and Pastor Da and New Hope International Church want to serve God with a pure heart. Our motivation is not about money at all. And when we receive offering into the church, we know that that money doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. If I cannot be trustworthy for the materials and money and wealth of somebody else, which means God, how can God trust me with the anointing, with wisdom and with grace and protection and more soul for me to take care of? I need to be trustworthy in the eyes of God. People can cheat money, making the wrong report and steal money. And no one knows, but God knows. God knows whether you are trustworthy or not. God knows whether you serve God or you serve money. Philippians chapter 4, 11 to 13. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. So Paul said that he was content with his condition, whether he has a lot or he has more, as long as he served the Lord and he pleased the Lord. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. We should be content in every circumstance in the ministry. If we have little room for the ministry, we are content. We should not be greedy and try to gain more money in order to get a bigger room or bigger house. But if God gives to us because we are so faithful and trustworthy, thank God we can use that money to buy a bigger building, buy more equipment for the kingdom of God. When I and Pastor Da started the church, we used our basement. The room can fit about only 10 people. I did not even have the pulpit. I need to use a chair, flip it around and put cloth on it so that I can put my sermon on. That's all I have. I was a student at University of Washington. My salary was only $1,300 a month. I have to pay my mortgage, feed my wife, feed my daughter. I never get money from the church. I never serve God for money. And God keep promoting me, getting higher salary. And eventually God blessed me with a bigger house. And God blessed the church with a bigger building. You see, our motive is not about finances. It's about soul. It's about Jesus. It's about the kingdom of God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 2 say, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve. Again, a minister, a servant of God, should not be greedy for money. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 6. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them. But the treacherous, or people who are greedy for money, will be caught by their own greed. 
brother and sister, if you sin against God in the area of finances, you gonna be caught. You can hide for a few years, but God is just. He gonna bring the darkness to light, and people will know that you are not faithful or trustworthy in the area of finances. That's what the Bible say. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 27: Greed brings grief to the whole family, but those who hate bribes will leave. Again, the Bible say, "Don't be greedy, because it will bring sadness." And trouble, not just to you, but to your whole family. Proverbs chapter twenty-eight, verse twenty-five: Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. My brother and sister, that's why I don't want to fight with any church about the membership. If members want to move to another church, and that person may be very rich, give a lot of tie to my church, and they want to move to another church, praise God! I don't own anybody. If that person can bless that pastor, that church, praise God. I'm not gonna badmouth that church. I'm not gonna do anything to get that member back to me. My brother and sister, our motive must be right in serving the Lord, for God, for His people, for the kingdom, for the gospel, for souls, not for money. And believe this, trusting the Lord, He is your provider. He is your source. He will lead you. Your church, your ministry, to prosperity, if you have pure heart, clean hand, and do what God tells you to do with the right motive. I want to give you some practical advice. Number one, as a pastor or as a minister or leader in the church, please don't borrow members' money. If you're really in need, you turn to God and ask God to provide for you supernaturally. Maybe you can tell some close friend in the church that you are in need, but don't borrow any money from anybody, because if you cannot pay them back for some reason, you are destroying the spirit of the new believers or people in the church, because they will really feel that they are being cheated by their pastor or spiritual leader. Two, in the church, please avoid borrowing money from one another, because so often. That people leave the church, or people begin to hate each other and fight each other because the borrower cannot to pay back. This is a nature of human being. If somebody borrow me five hundred dollars, but when he get the salary in one thousand dollars, the last person that he gonna pay is me. He gonna use the first five hundred for something and another five hundred for something else for himself first. The one who loan the money will get. The last. This is the nature, sinful nature of human being. Therefore, in the church, we should give or avoid loaning or borrowing money from one another. In this way, we don't have any heartache in the church. Three. If the Lord really work in your heart to let people borrow your money, and you say, "I want to help anyway," if I lost that money, I will forgive and let it go. But I'm gonna start with. Loaning, not giving. In that case, I recommend that you make some contract, a very legal contract. So in this way, there will not be any heartache later on. You understand what I'm talking about, okay? Make sure you make a contract of loaning money from one another. But I again recommend no borrowing and loaning money in the local church. Another one, 
Don't loan money from somewhere to give to somebody. For example, somebody asks you, "Can I get five thousand dollars? I don't have money to pay bill." And you say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. I'm gonna loan five thousand dollar from my bank to give to you." That is a big mistake because if you don't get money back from that person, you're gonna have a debt with the bank, and you have to pay them back. So if you don't have, don't give. Period. Just say, "I don't have money to give you five thousand dollars." Don't get mad at me. I love you, but this is the reality of life. So I believe that this sharing and teaching helps you to be a minister that God is pleasing, and God will bless you. Remember this: God is your source. God is your provider. God will take care of you. God will bless you as you serve Him. Seek the kingdom of God first. You are the giver, and He shall provide all of your need. And you shall abound in every good things. You can do everything. God can shake the heavens and the earth and pour silver and gold into you. God is good. Thank you so much. I will see you next time for the second important things that every minister should practice. God bless you. May the Lord shower His blessing on you. Success, prosperity, wisdom, provision, manpower, more anointing, more gifts. And you shall be the blessing to the nations. The kingdom of God will expand through you, and God's given vision and dream and destiny shall be fulfilled in your life. And God will get the glory through you. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you again. God bless you. I'll see you in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.